Welcome to Cyptionary. Can 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 you hear us? Can can you hear us? Uh, I can, can you hear me now. I can hear you. We are we uh, are we are live from Dad's living room. We're at temporary location. Actually, here. technically the kitchen. Actually, yeah, right. Because it's an open concept, and because <laughs> uh, Joanna Gaines took out this wall, kitchen, right. dining room, right. the kitchening room, the kitchening right. room. This actually, yeah, this is with the kitchening music room all at yeah. once. So you may either hear us better. Or you may hear or us worse. worse. And and you'll get the joy of hearing the clock go off. Uh, probably. 25 minutes. Yeah, 25 minutes. Good, because I can't see the clock ticking down, So, and I'm the only one who cares about time on this podcast, so I need oh, to hear right, how many 15-minute right, right. units are going by. Right. I know we don't have the extra screen either. I know. Which, by the way, still works. Does it really? Oddly enough. Wait, Oddly why? Enough. Uh, only because the cord was at? Uh, it didn't mm. get fully submerged. Okay. But well, I think this is adapt- a good But good here's segue. what doesn't work. My adapter from my computer to the TV doesn't work. So like I, the HDMI cord? No, sort of no, 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 it's the VGA cord. V- oh, okay. the, the VGA adapter. Can so it get dried out, do you think? It's been no. It's so the reason dump, there's a reason rice. why we're saying these <coughs> So, so there's there's a Quentin, reason why, why don't why don't <laughs> in God's Dad's providence, house. uh Quentin has a life update of which uh his is very what should we say? Very uh Old Testament. Up to date. <laughs> old, old, old Testament. Old Testament. With yeah. Old Testament on me. The Let's just say down. Quentin was loading up uh, like two by two up. animals uh, out of his house. This is called him Noah. Oh, man. What's going on, Quentin? What's going on with your life? So on Tuesday Noah. of this week, we had uh, Old Testament type flooding in the city of Reynoldsburg. Yeah. And Black Look, too. We got shout outs on the news. Black Look specifically. I'm oh, like, oh, really? That's like probably the first time ever. I think we got the most rain. No, you but did not. No, I think we got the most rain, but you got all of our drip. Because we're on. downhill. Yeah. Right. Holy cow. That was It was awful. That was an awful experience. And I don't ever want to go through that again. So paint the picture. But what what happened? So Tuesday morning. Be dramatic. At nine AM at, at eight thirty in the morning, I leave my house on a nice nice sunny morning. Eight thirty on Tuesday morning to go to Northside Christian School in Westerville, about twenty minutes north of where I live to coach soccer and it's great having a great day uh it uh it's overcast uh maybe maybe a little bit of sprinkles which is just kind of like the right type of atmosphere you want for um soccer practice and um, we have a great time uh we in practice at like ten thirty, so that i can pass out jerseys to everybody so, so you, you've can, left your house and yeah. nothing is wrong like normal day normal day um we um <clears throat> We in practice at 10.30 so that I can pass out jerseys, and mm-hmm. I'm passing out jerseys. That takes a little bit of time. So I actually don't pull out of um, Northside to go back home at around 11.15. At that time, um, I get a text from Brittany, who I did not realize this, but I found out that she actually left not soon after I did to go to your house, Hunter. Yes. To go, because it's the last day before school. Yes. Right. School starts on Wednesday, started Wednesday this, this week. So my boys and your boys all wanted to get to one last hurrah of Sunday playtime together. Yes. Summer playtime together. So I was like, great. Yep. Awesome. So Brittany texts me and just says, hey, just so you know, we're, we're, getting, we're getting a lot of rain. You might want to check the basement when we get home. So I'm like, oh, okay. No big deal. So I'm driving home, and I notice that it's, it's starting to rain more. Like, again, we're only what, yeah, it's 20, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes 15 miles. Right. Yeah. Not, As not the crow that. flies. Yeah. 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 So um, <clears throat> I know that it's raining more. So I get off on, on um, Broad Street. Purgatory. Yep. 
That's awful. And An in awful that, street. In that line for a really, really long time. I turned down Rose Hill on my road, and immediately I noticed, oh, no. Just torrentialness. Yeah. So that Rose Hill's flooded, almost flooded, not quite flooded, almost flooded. Like the it's, banks have, there's a creek on either side. Yeah. Right. And in, and I look to my right, there's an apartment complex directly to the right with a big parking lot, completely flooded, cars halfway underwater. Unbelievable. Okay. I barely get my car through because I'm like, I, like there's, there's issues. There's issues. I go down Rose Hill. I'm about 0.2 miles off of Rose Hill, maybe 0.5 miles at most off of Rose Hill to the left. I get 0.3 miles down the road, completely flooded, cannot get through. So I take a right into the certain subdivisions, my subdivisions on the left. I take a right through those subdivisions, try to find a way around. There's flooding on those roads. Uh, uh, I can't, I can't get my car through certain roads. I finally though work my way around, find the high points in these, in this subdivision to get through and get to the road. That's right across from my road, Tanya Terrace. Start driving down Tanya Terrace. There's a big bend that turns to the right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my house is down at the far bend that goes left. I get towards that bend. There's another, there's a big truck coming my way. Yeah. And he's like, he, he starts waving me down. He's like, you, you will not get through. He's like, you cannot get through there. And I'm like, really? I'm like, you got through. He's like, yeah, I got yeah, through. I have a giant truck. Because <laughs> my, my truck is four feet off the ground. Right. Five feet off the ground. I'm like, your, your Honda Accord is not going to get through. You're going to get flooded. So I'm like, okay. So I pull off to the road to the side and um, park my car. And then I walk the rest of the way. As I'm walking. No m- clothes on. Just <laughs> straight through the water. <laughs> Uh, as I, as I, as I start walking and I turn the corner, um, water's up to my ankles in the middle of the street on the sidewalk. I'm walking down. I can see the entire road is flooded. I'm walking more water's up to my knees. Oh my goodness. I'm walking more. I get in front of my house on the sidewalk, water up to my thighs. Water's up two feet or not two feet, two inches, two to three inches up my garage door. Oh my goodness. And I go into my house and I hear waterfall just large waterfall open up my basement door willow comes flooding out just (laughs) no she's no she's not she's upstairs uh three feet of water in my basement and that's probably being generous no no at that time three feet at that time three feet of water in my basement wow and i'm like oh no okay podcast stuff's down there my office is down there we have just clothes I had a drum set that's down there. My guitar was down there. My amps were down there. Uh, washer and dryer down there. The tuba was down there. Oh, oh no. Um, lots of clothes were down there that we were saving for our kids. We, Brittany and Nikki, they kind of have this revolving door of kids' clothes for parents, for moms who yeah. have brand new yeah. kids. All of those clothes were down there. Um, just, oh, uh, it was, yeah. Golf clubs down there. So, um, your golf clubs are fine. Your bag is fine, actually. Your bag was down there. Your bag dried out really well. So, your bag's fine. Good. The bag dried out really well. It did, actually. Because I think it's... I think it's kind it's of It's built like a probably. tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they play golf in the rain In sometimes. like the 1930s. <laughs> but your golf... The clubs themselves were in my trunk. Oh, good. So, um, so you're okay. Don't panic. Those bother. are wood. Wooden clubs. Oh, uh, yeah. They don't yeah. want to sit in water, for sure. Um, so, I... Uh, there's... My my crawl space has flooded because I have a vapor barrier there, and the water was just pouring in. I've got to figure all that out. 
uh, was just pouring in from the crawl space into the down into my basement. Um, and by the time it was all said and done, uh, I we had we had a we had about four feet of water in our basement, and um, the rain finally stopped. The floods stopped, and um, the rains the, came the down. Rains came like down. doves, and the floods came up. The flood. That's doves how it works. Around. Yeah, but you were on a rock. I was. So it built stood on firm. a rock. <laughs> my house is still standing, currently. Oh my goodness. So, anyways, ooh, sorry, earbuds, um, users. So, anyways, uh, we've been we've been dealing with that. I did not sleep at all Tuesday night mm. um, because we were also supposed to get more rain yeah, that night. That, Hurricane Fred. Yeah, we, that was coming in after all yep. the rain that we had yep. already. Um, so we are currently without a washer and dryer. Thankfully, the the wooden table that all of this podcasting equipment was on actually floated. <laughs> so it was. So all of this stuff is not wet because it was on top of the wood table and it floated up. I got home just in time to get my computer, my iPad, my backpack, and I saved my guitar. Um, which I'm very thankful for because that is a really, really nice guitar. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, the case is a little wet, but it's drying out. It's yeah. Not, it's not damaged. It'll do it. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Wasn't um, – lost, we lost a TV down there that we had stored down there. Um, yeah, all kinds of mm. Christmas yeah, stuff I mean, that I, was this, down there as well. That's the thing. It just – I mean, it, it came on so suddenly. Yeah, so we had like five inches in an hour. Yeah, uh, per hour, and it rained for like three hours. Yeah, two hours, two or three. And hours. then I mean, but like we again, didn't get we didn't get the rain here like that was there. So even I think even more than just like rain in your area is the drain That's, off. It's yeah. the like, drain off it's, issue. Yeah. So the issue is the fact that like the sewers backed up, the the road backed up, the creeks flooded. The creeks flooded, and there's nowhere for it to go, so it has yep. to go somewhere. So a, a bunch of people on our street flooded. Um, so many people on the street flooded. It took um, the garbage people came out. I feel so bad for them. Oh my word! They just because everybody has oh, stuff right. Out. Everyone just lines stuff up. Yeah, the they garbage men, like a third world country right now. Heroes of the week, the garbage men, because they spent time. They took everything. Did they? They took absolutely everything that we dumped out. Wow. And we threw out. Um, we had like one my, house. I had like books. Else, like, like I had all my books. My uh, I saved my diplomas, but I uh, my uh, ordination certificate ruined and totally shredded and Brittany's artwork shredded Ugh. lost some of that um yeah i mean it was just phew, it was just awful super sucky don't wow. hope you don't have to ever go through floods if you've been through a flood yeah uh, did you send out a dove like at what point did like the dove come back with like a piece i was too of busy um pumping yeah. uh shout out though to judd yeah. richardson and bryce thanks who, like thanks bryce really very helpful came over and just like, but they had the the pulled pumps. Up their sleeves. Oh Judd, yeah, Judd Judd's went out pump. and bought a Judd's pump house, huge like gas powered pump. Of course, that that's what Judd does. Um, and he just like came over. We just we cranked that sucker up, and man, that thing got water chinky, out fast. Chinky, 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 chinky. It was it was a, it was pretty impressive actually how quickly that water came out. How he got that out. But um, he, he was getting phone calls from his clients. He does yard work stuff, and so he's getting calls calls from his clients asking if he had a pump to come out and help. So that he got he got that pump to help everybody out. Um, but yeah, Bryce and Trisha just came over and were there until ten o'clock at night helping us out. And um, you know they're just true true servants, true lovers um, of of 
all things good and, and, and the pure. road the, actually the the road died down pretty quickly though yeah so probably about an hour the water on the road so did someone go dispersed. pull the plug you well, should have heard the drains they were like the suction was like <laughs> which okay <laughs> which <laughs> i'm not exaggerating though so what is like, like the like what's the power behind the suction? The, yeah, I don't know. I just think that um, someone pulled the plug. The upside down. No, I just think that finally. Oh, it could oh. be the upside down. It could just be. Dad has no idea. Yeah, what no, right, no. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just like what <laughs> upside down. Uh, I just think that finally the rain stopped, and so there was there. W- once the rain stopped, the water finally had time to kind of the drains finally had time to catch just up. Took over. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but it's not. Ex- that's only, not acceptable though. Because really, I not. mean, like well, I don't. There, I mean, it, there was a lot of rain, but like there wasn't that much rain. There was a Dude, lot of rain. There's a lot of rain. There's a ton of rain. Yeah, well, because you guys like, certainly got more than the rest. But because even Reynoldsburg City Hall was five feet underwater too. That's, like, that's Main what I'm Street like, was totally yeah, but I'm thinking like, that's an issue. Like that's a right. that's a problem. That that is a like huge in other problem. words, like Black Lake City Hall didn't flood. Wait, there's no Black there is no there's no city hall. Um, so Black Lake's not a real city. Uh, but like you, you know, like in other words, there wasn't like other than like our creek. There wasn't any issue, like on our streets. Right, that's amazing. Right. Yeah, it was like you know because you're built up, creek. you're higher right. up. Yeah. So there's that's just an issue with whatever's going on with. with yeah, that's that's something they got to work out. They yeah, for sure. They most uh, definitely so have to work that so out. So bad. It's yeah, ridiculous. I could not believe the picks. I mean, it's like wow. The, yeah. Um, the other the other side was too. I was just like, I, I, my I'm my bad. day Tuesday my day Tuesday was so full. There was nothing I could. To job well, there wasn't anything to do because you had well, to get the water wait. out. Yeah, I know. The water had to go I down. Know. And then it's just like us picking through our personal stuff, figuring out what we can save and what we can't. Do you I really mean, need that pair of underwear, Quentin? Yeah. It's soaking wet. It's like at camp. It's like, whose underwear is this? <laughs> not mine. Not mine. <laughs> not mine. Uh, I remember. Oh, wow. I don't even ask. I just sell. Hey, just throw that underwear away. Throw, that's disgusting. That's been sitting in the corner and it's wet still. So <laughs> Sorry. so gross. Well, we mom's <laughs> been doing some of the laundry here. Yeah, too, so, so we got to figure out. Yeah, um, hopefully we can get that washer and dryer scenario. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, we don't have flood insurance because we weren't in a flood zone. We're not in a flood zone. Um, And um, our deductible is pretty high, so I don't know that. We're going to get much help from insurance to uh, pay for a wash and dryer and some of the electronic stuff that we that we uh, that we lost. But um, I mean, I lost parts of components to like my computer stuff, but it's all right. We're, yeah, we're good. You're safe. My green screen is still good. I'm drying that thing out. So that'll be good. Saved my my lights, which was good. So, yeah, just life. Life right now. Man, it's. With it's going swimmingly. Yeah, God's, <laughs> God's providence. You're flooded with God's providence. <laughs> a, mm, amen. Mm, yeah. Mm, amen. Amen. Well, amen. certainly, I think I echo the voice of all the viewers. Uh, if there's anything that we can do to help, um, let us know. Certainly, um, maybe maybe if you are so inclined to help Quentin, you can donate somewhere. Maybe you can just talk with me or Dad, and uh, we can figure out a donation system or. Anything to help kind of get you back on your feet again? You know, losses always hard in that yeah, way. I was just thankful that it didn't go actually go in the house. It was right. in the basement. In the basement. basement. So I mean, but you still had a bunch of stuff. That's yeah. Anything like in the back porch? porch? It's a big, big idea. Anything in the oh, back Oh, that's porch. what's so crazy. The back yeah. porch is completely dry. Oh, wow. Did you get those rabbits and those, the skunk <laughs> that, that weed them out? So, <laughs> oh, man, we had the skunk the other like night. A skunk oh, just jeepers. Like, like just no, we had, around in there. We had a baby. We have, I, last I saw, a baby rabbit 
go underneath our deck, and that was probably Saturday. So I don't know if he was living underneath there or if he was just running away from Willow. I probably running just away from Willow because right. Willow was chasing it. But I don't know if it like I don't know if that family of rabbits live underneath there. And I texted Brittany. I was like, I wonder if our rabbits drowned. <laughs> if our baby rabbits drowned. But uh, we oh, haven't sm- we haven't smelt smelted smelled sm- smogged sm- smogged smelt. Is it smelt? Yeah, smelt it. But that's what you do. You do you smelt he, iron too, right? I don't know. I don't know what you're. But even he who about. smelt it dealt, dealt it. it. So, so it's smelt. Gotta be, it's got to be right. It's got to be. We haven't smelt the bunnies. Oh my goodness! Or carcasses. <sighs> well, yeah. Very sorry that all that happened. Um, yeah. If there's anything we can do. Yeah, it's amazing because like we. I but all week you guys have been giving more rain than we have because yeah. I've been watching it. Yeah. It it goes it doesn't and it normally skirts do that. See the government Columbus, controls the weather and it goes around Columbus. Yeah, but if the there's birds. a lot of it, it kind of just it it builds up and you guys are right on the chemtrails. The you guys are right on the edge of you guys always typically get more snow than we get. Too, I think. Birds, uh, the birds are robots and spies. Do you guys, you know that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Birds are robots. Birds uh, aren't real. Dad, I mean, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Ever. See. Oh my word! It's <laughs> a good thought. I didn't know that. I didn't. Know. Dad, you just need. No, I have never seen a. Listen, I've never seen a baby pigeon. Listen tonight. Are they born that way? Yeah. You know, or are they manufactured? Or are, are they, they manufactured? Are they robots with cameras in them? <laughs> you need a Google tonight. Just Google birds aren't real. It is a trip, man. <laughs> it's pretty pretty awesome. So where do these people get <laughs> TikTok? Well, okay, speaking oh of, this, this leads right into our topic for the day, uh, how to recognize spiritual abuse. What? Yeah. <laughs> if there are people that are uh, telling you that birds aren't real, uh, you may be under uh, spiritual, abuse. spiritual abuse. Well, I'm just telling you the whole conspiracy theory plague Mm, that's real. out there, but but that really falls just in line with um, just deception and deceitfulness. I mean, how how it just permeates our world. Well, yeah, I was, I was saying like when there's when there's no trust, right? You're led to conspiracies, you right. know, and that's that's how it goes. And so there's a lot of there's a lot a of lot of things to believe out there. Yep. And there's very little that any of us can trust. In. Well, interesting. Um, interestingly enough, that of course we're we're going through Matthew. Yep. <laughs> and the Welcome to the free, free sermon sermon, <laughs> sermon <laughs> portion no, of but, the podcast. But this is this is I it's it's my last it's my last. Uh, um, point of, of the message because there's like four verses where matthew is very concerned about this like conspiracies well no he it <laughs> is a conspiracy <laughs> theory birds because aren't real. the religious people go to the religious leaders the 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 elders and the 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 um the senior pastors and elders and sunday school teachers go to the guards actually the guards come to them and they say look just make up the story that that the that the disciples stole the body and and Matthew says some 15, 12 to 15 years later, and th- that story remains today. So in other words, like he's talking to people and people go like, oh, no, the disciples stole him. And so they spread this conspiracy theory of what really is going on. But if you if you if you do that and you step back, what else is happening or at that time? The gospel's going out through the apostles yep. and it's going out. All the acts is happening. The book of Acts is happening, and it's spreading all over the place. And what story do we know more about today than that conspiracy theory? We know about the gospel, yeah. what really happened to Jesus. So sure. it doesn't have its effect, but 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 deceit is always with us. Yeah, no, you're right, and that's and, it's and that's where enemy. it's like we, we we talked about where a lot of us Quentin imbibed in the the Mars Hill podcast here that we referenced last week. 
uh, or two weeks ago, whenever it was. And it kind of led us into a thought process of, you know, discussing, you know, spiritual abuse and, and how it happens. But, you know, we've all actually been a part of either in small ways or in large ways uh, being under people that we would consider spiritually abusive or oh, a spiritually abusive situation. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and so, but we all remember too, like coming to this conclusion really having ha- to basically kind of be beat over the head and said like, this is not a good situation. Like in other words, we didn't like sniff it out right away. It took time. It, it happened over time and we were able to see things a little bit and like, eh, that's a problem, but we'll just ignore it or it'll get better or whatever it is. And uh, you know, long story short, here we are looking back and said like, wow, that was a crazy roller coaster. How did we even get out of it? Right. Um, and uh, ba- basically like we wanted to just talk about maybe what are some ways where if you are in a spiritually abusive situation, how do you recognize that? Yeah. But with the caveat of knowing you know, it's hard, it's really challenging. It is challenging. It's, it's not easy. And actually what you hear and maybe even some of the things that we talk about in reference, you might be like, yeah, maybe, but not really. Right. And like that, that might be the very thing that comes to bite you in the fanny, like down the road. Yeah. Um, so just knowing that it's hard, it's difficult. Um, and God and his providence, you know, the suffering that we go through, you know, James one, uh, right. we just talked about this at school, actually count it all joy when you meet different trials, knowing that the testing of our faith produces endurance. Yep. So God's using these things for, for good. Uh, they, they're not always bad. Obviously they hurt and they can do a ton of damage. Yeah. Um, but anyway, dad, what are some of the ways that we can kind of diagnose? What are some of the signs of yeah. spiritual abuse going on? So, so we, we come into those situations, um, with certain assumptions, and we, we assume that this particular person, this particular pastor is, has been... Or elder board or church, whatever. Right, has, has been vetted out, they're, they're, that they um, undergo scrutiny about the qual- elder qualifications, and, and they, you know, they pass. We, we assume that. And then, I mean, how can you get it wrong? You know, how, how can people get it wrong? Like, yeah, I mean, like, not everybody. Certainly, if, if I see this... Um, why isn't everybody else seeing it? Right. And so you, you kind of do a double check. But I think th- I think one of the first places that we that we go wrong is we just assume things, and then we assume things on top of assuming things, and then we're told in Scripture not to think evil of someone. So right. we want to, and we want to be covers gracious. a multitude of sins. Lo- yeah, yeah. So you're you've got all of these things in your computer that's 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 spitting out the you know truth about this, and so you want to go. All right, but this is a large bunch of people who are being hoodwinked. Like this is the church that we were at right out the very beginning of, of college. Um, the guy was really abusive, and one of the things that you you don't realize is um, because he preaches with such conviction, and with such energy, and with with such unction as as it is called. But if you stop and think what he's preaching. It's 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 not at all, or maybe even from where he's preaching, like where in his like in other words, what he might be saying. This is actually something that Quentin and I talked about, yeah, you know, like in the Mars Hill podcast. Some of the stuff you were hearing was like, well, that's not wrong. That's yeah. actually that's actually pretty good, and maybe even a message we need to hear today. But the bigger issue was contextual, like contextually, it was horribly wrong. Right, uh, where it was coming from, and that's what the, makes this, I think, Stephen, so hard to. And that's what's so wrong even about like, because when you think about the first lie, there, there is, there was truth in that lie. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's, yeah. There is, and so it's so it's it's just like the responsibility for of of us as sinful man that we put on ourselves and other people <clears throat> to try to figure out what is true and what is not true. It's an immense and overwhelming pressure that we need outside help from. Right. Yeah. Like we need something outside of ourselves to help. And I get a little twitchy even just hearing things like, well, the way that he's if 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 he is charismatic preacher, your flag should go up. I'm like, well maybe because that Okay, now what do you mean by charismatic? What do you mean by charismatic? So in other words, not not gregarious, he, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's vocal he's not theologically charismatic we're talking about like personality right we're talking about personality i'm talking about that yeah people are drawn to him yeah so he's he's got a great personality he's 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 very easy to communicate with yeah he um because the reality because the because i think we make assumptions saying that well only people like that are abusive abusive right but the but that's not the case it is not the case and so it's just it's even in the mark driscoll like scenario like we even said mark driscoll he was he was funny like he was, he, there were funny aspects of him. Like his personality, people are it is drawn. Dynamic. Yeah, it right, is yeah. dynamic. Right. And whether or not he used that, start knowingly or unknowingly used right. that to help to, to to abuse or dominate other people. Like I'm not here to judge that, but the reality is that that there are, as he says, dead bodies from the bus. Yeah. That he from yeah. the Mars Hill bus. Right. And. So, like, that's the issue. The issue is not that he's charismatic or that he's got a great personality or, or even, you know, those types of, of his 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 nature. the The reality is that he there there was no Christ centeredness to yeah. to yeah. him yeah. Yeah. to his leadership, and I think that's what the point is. The point is that there it has to be about Christ because even even but, people underneath the bus will go. This is not a the media guys that that are on that, right. like the guys that are only doing the media stuff, right. recording the video stuff, the audio stuff, yeah, yeah. in meetings, they the interview, they they there there was a definite point where they looked at each other and said, something something's up here. This is this is this is no longer about what what he's saying. This is about him. Right. Yeah. And I, and we have to be even careful yeah. about that because there I mean there's so many there's so many like layers it's to this like it's nuanced. so hard to catch because even I mean this goes back to the Corinthian problem right they were so separated out by their leaders and even somebody was championing like no we're all about Christ right and Paul's like no that's horrible like yeah. the, the, Christ is not like a, a shirt you wear he's not a he's not even a theological brand so we even have to be careful about about that like it really is not even about mantra. It's like about the atmosphere of what's going on underneath all that, and it's really tricky. It's and really it's just, tricky. I just I remember even like multiple times, even just listening to that podcast, I had to just stop because like I was I, I was just shedding tears of just sorrow for yeah. those people yeah. that yeah because I, I can't even listen to it because it was just it's just so sad because because you because these are people who have real needs and and are and are real people who want a savior to save them from their own sin, from yeah. their own right. circumstances, from other people's sin that have been on them. And they weren't getting that. Right. And, and it's just so, yeah. and so, I or so they sad. were getting it mixed. You know, they were getting it mixed in. Like, I mean, so, cause they mentioned like, you know, God changed us. God transformed right. us. Yeah. That's what's then, so you're like, but, the, but that's you the power can't, of but God. look at that. Yeah. You God. can't, but look at that and just go that 
that is God's grace. Right. Yeah, and that's that God. Every, that's every church, even yeah. on a small scale. But it doesn't excuse no, no the no, abuse no. that went on. Horrible. Yeah. It doesn't so excuse so what would be clock. what would be some of the things that we can look for that are that are helpful to help, um, like in one sense, kind of give us confidence against kind of the spiritual abuse. Like, what are some things you're looking for in an elder board or a pastor or a church? Yeah. That. So, are taking this seriously. so there's a there's a, a certain sense of humility that that I mean a, a real sense of Christ given humility, uh, and and it's more than just saying I'm humble. It's more than just saying um, you can we make ask mistakes. Me anything. Yeah, yeah, we make mistakes. There is a sense of humility that opens it the doors to accountability. Yes. Yeah. So so people can ask questions. Now there's a certain sense to which good leadership often answers questions and kind of in some ways um doesn't 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 mean to shut down questions but when you when you are doing things in a correct way and there are many correct ways to do it and we're just saying there are many correct ways to do it we're just going this way people can ask about that and then you're just saying yeah we could do this we could do this but we feel like this is the most wise with the caveat of understanding, we may be we wrong. We could be wrong here. We could, we could be wrong. And over time, that, that wise way demonstrates itself, yeah, it was wise. Now, there may have been other ways to do it, but that particular way was wise. So you're, what you're dealing here with is not theological truths. So, so they, that's the problem because they can say theologically, hey, that's right. right. But the point then becomes how it is yep. used. We talk about the difference between gospel <clears throat> doctrine versus gospel culture. Yeah. Those are both so necessary. Yeah, and the culture cannot be pointing to me as the leader which means like there's no defense so like let's say in this situation like like they get it wrong they choose the wrong thing they choose the wrong path right then they're actually able to say like yeah we were wrong and yeah. we're looking at ways to actually change and grow right and, we and we're just not going to do that again right and and here's why we're not going to do that again so for instance we have on a regular basis in fact we got one coming up here soon we're going to have a family meeting and we're, we're going to talk about at church at church we yeah. have family meetings all the time <laughs> <laughs> every friday is a family meeting. yeah but in which we don't call our wives <clears throat> For accountability for sake. So. No, no, no. What they listen. Well, no. No, Nikki, Nikki, does, Nikki does not Nikki listen. Doesn't listen. Mom Nikki's doesn't too, listen Nikki's either. too elite. From time to time, she does. So so anyway. And Brittany just gets embarrassed, I think. <laughs> she tells us all the things we're doing wrong. Right. No, that, that's true. <laughs> right. So, so, but the but like we'll have a family meeting and we'll just say, so like, like I, I think it's important that we go back and look look backwards and say, hey, during this COVID time, did, how'd we do? Did we do everything right? And, you know, it's funny because like during this COVID time, it's, it's really, really difficult because as we started out, we had no idea what COVID was going no on. One did. And then you wanted to trust the, the authorities over you. And so they say, hey, do this and do this. And we're like, okay, we're going to seek to do this. And then all of a sudden things start not adding up right, you know, and you're just going like, okay, so what, what should we do? So, but I, I do think, I do think you, you make the best decision at that time. And then you readjust, and and I think people can follow that because we're human. We're we, we are human, and even even groups of men who are really trying to get it right can mess up, can get it wrong, can, can get it wrong, or yeah. miss yeah. something. I always, I mean, I always say this too. Like I deal with this uh, um, with with even in real estate. You know, I, when I have a, a typically, or, or I'm trying to set people up for expectations of right. what's going to happen here. You know, I'd say, you know, we're going to do our best. There are a lot of 
holes that we can fall into. We're probably going to fall into some of them, but just know that people at best are still people. Right. Yeah. So people are going to mess up. Yeah. yeah. And when they do though, we're going to do our best to fix it. Sinners at best are still, yeah, are still sinners. So yeah. I think that's, that's a, that's a one thing. I think, I think allowing good accountability, allowing people to welcoming, ask, not just allowing it. Yeah. Opening the doors for questions. Yeah. Um, and even thinking, pursuing of, it. Yeah. Pursuing, pursuing it. And then I think there's a sense to which your, your, your integrity shows up on how you treat the scriptures. Mm. Um, yeah. that, that there has to be a biblical integrity. I mean, we we talked about this. We're just, you know, in, in our, in our pre warm up session, right, right, right. we're talking about, um, which eventually we'll record. Cause it's like, we actually end up doing pretty good discussions on just normal <laughs> stuff. That so we're, we're talking about wrestling through, we're talking about old Testament hermeneutics now. And, um, and it's, and it's funny because how I, I was raised with, be like David, be like Daniel, um, you know, Daniel do right. Yeah. Yeah. And be strong. Like Jonah, Jonah did not obey God immediately had nothing to do with Jonah's obedience as much as it is this great God of grace and mercy. Stop hitting the table. That's right. Oh, sorry. 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 Um, so all I'm saying is, is making a lot of points is we were talking about David and Goliath and how easy it is to, to moralize that and, and, and how, how you, when you do that, you miss you miss the great message. Yeah, we shouldn't moralize it, but we do need to be strong. Mm, well, <laughs> yes, it is all about Jesus. This, that's but not wrong. There are giants in your life see, that you need to conquer. See, that's not wrong, but that's not the point of the text. But if, but yeah, as I was gonna say, but if you do miss the point of the text, then it is wrong. R- right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in that if way, if it's not it's, right, then it's, then it's wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's black and white with you, right? That's right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, no. So. But I, I just think that that um, you know, like we're we're coming up on on almost almost four years in the Gospel of Matthew, almost four years, and I will tell you, there's not one person in our church who's sitting there going like, "I wish we'd get out of Matthew." Not one. There's, there's probably <laughs> if you're, if you're <laughs> out there. Well, let's if, hear yeah, it. I'd love we to hear it. If we need accountability. <laughs> I, well, no, I would love to hear it if you're out there. But the point the point is, this is all of Scripture, right? And we've. We have to work hard at getting it right. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you can ask, you can ask your mom. Wednesday's my study day and I will, I will sometimes just come in and I'm, my gut hurts because I'm not, I know I'm not getting it right. And I can't seem to find the, the rightness of that text. Yeah. And I want to, I want to get it right. I'm not saying I get it right all the time, but that, I mean, I think it takes a huge that, burden. That huge kind burden. of effort will speak loudly over time. So yeah. we've been here now 12 years. So over 12 years, that kind of effort speaks speaks loudly versus a quiet, um, continual manipulation of the uh-huh, text uh-huh. and and shave, say what shaving you off say. here, shaving off there, a little bit say. of um, you know pulpiteering, a little a little mm-hmm. bit of uh, mm-hmm. you know hobby horsing, uh-huh. those kind of soapboxing, no. you know those things. How many more can we? They so, wear over time. They so really do. I'm I'm not. I'm not saying we're not tempted to do that, though. No, it, that's what I'm saying. It, it is a very tempted, very tempted to do that, especially but, when you know people are expecting certain things. Right. So this idea of fear of man, um, with a pastor is very real. So let me let me just say, if you are in a situation where you have a godly man who is shepherding you, he's humble. He's 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 giving you the word. Help him out by encouraging him. Just help him out by by encouraging him. And that doesn't mean that you necessarily, you know, you don't have to puff him up. You don't have to give him gift cards, you know, to to graders. 
Well, yeah. maybe you do. Well, no, you definitely that, that, that does help. <laughs> That's no, part no, of no. our membership, right? Is I don't, I don't, I don't need re- any more of that stuff. Honestly, we I just require all members to donate five dollar greater gift cards to the worship leader, not lesser, greater. greater. But they don't. Some guys don't know what greater is. Greater is delicious ice cream. ice cream. Anyway, I, I, all I'm saying though is, is if you have that, hold that, hold that high esteem, and and then hold them accountable That's at right. the same time. Um, there's no, there's really no greater gift than you can do to 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 ask your pastor about a text that you're struggling with. Right. Like that. I mean, it really it challenges me. Like if I hear like a uh, hey, you know, I was I was preparing for for the text we were going through this week, and I was thinking about this, and you didn't address it in your sermon or right. what, fill right. in the blank. And it's right. like right, oh, right, right, right. Ah, do whoa. you do you adver- actually advertise what you're going in next? What you're doing next? I mean, other than we expositorily preach, so everybody kind of knows. Everybody, yeah, but they don't know. They don't know like that. when it starts, when it stops. Right. But like we're, right. you know, for instance, this week, everyone should know we just finished Stop up. Sorry, the table. We just finished up chapter seventeen, so we yeah. should expect chapter eighteen, right. at least a portion of it. Right. Um, yeah. So, so if 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 you attend our church on Wednesday nights, typically I will tell you what the next text is because I I've wrestled with it all day. Um, and it's it's just it's cool, but I, I mean I mean there should be this dialogue going on in the church, of of honest um, assessment honest of the assessment text. of the text, exegeting the text, and and talking about the text. And it's funny because like um, I didn't grow up with that. Like you couldn't ask questions. Well, because he was a man of God, and because like if in, a, in mm-hmm. other words, if if you told a story and this happened a lot of times, at least in my limited experience with kind of the avenue of what you're going through, um, you know, they would read the text at the beginning of the sermon and, and then, then tell it. stories or right. say anecdotal things that had nothing to do with the text and see like, see, here we go. And then if you questioned it, it was like, well, how do you question the man of God? Yeah. Don't touch experience. the Lord's anointed. Right. And it's like, Oh, that is horrible accountability. It's, and yeah. almost like at that moment, looking back, I should expect spiritual abuse. Why? Because, He's saying something in an authoritative way from an, uh, an an authoritative place, right? And he's not saying God's words, right? He's making it, he's saying something on his own. They might be true, but even that little shade of manipulation it's, helps it's warp the heart and warp the mind mm-hmm. in a way that yeah. leads to spiritual abuse. We got to be careful. Yeah, yeah, we get to be careful. I mean, seriously, we get to exercise. That's that's why I say that that it takes really two components in a church. It takes. Really godly, humble leadership, but it also takes really godly, humble fellowship. Right, and it and it, it just does. Yang. It just it does takes absolutely. Both. And so, if there's a constant pushback, constant pushback, constant pushback, and then all of a sudden you hear that, like for instance, um, a, a church that 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 really believed and really succeeded for many years with the the um, unanimity of decision making. Yeah. Yep. Oh. And then they quietly went to just majority rule. Right. That that's to, probably an underrated ver- like for for people just sitting in the pew. Right. Like I would say that's probably one of the most underrated things that you don't necessarily know about that's yeah, happening you, you, month to month, week to week. Yeah. That you need to know you whether hear, or not. You hear that's this happening. idea, well, the elders are suggesting this. And you, what you're what you don't know is that you know like two thirds suggested two, that. Right. Or like fifty one percent. Like there was that. there was forty nine percent of guys that are going like, hmm, I don't think so. Like that. I have huge concerns about this, huge but concerns. it passed. It passed because of the majority. Right. And they don't they don't ever have to deal with that. So you don't ever have to sit and walk through why this guy's thinking what he's thinking. Or you, can, you can just push him back and marginalize him. That's abuse. And I'm, and I'm telling you, I am That's telling abuse. you, 
it happens because no, it does. It it literally happened to someone in our family. We'll keep names out of it, right. but like that kind of marginalization of a dissenting view uh-huh. of saying like, guys, I don't think we're headed in the right direction, and, and, and it was abjectly ignored. But that 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 dissenting view was not even it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't tabled even, it wasn't thought out it wasn't tell well, me but what it wasn't you want. even the theological thing it was just like why are we doing this why are why are we going to majority rule right because he didn't I don't know somewhere he didn't realize that there wasn't no majority rule my my point is it is hard to wrestle through these truths yeah and if you care but but if you care about people mm-hmm. and if you care about the truth then you pause and say hey 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 you're not you're not on the same page here right. help me understand what you're saying help me understand and like because it's easy to misunderstand i'm going to twist your arm but like where's the sticking point where how uh-huh. how can we get you on board right in other words what do, what do you think we need to change or alter like wh- where can we meet yep and and that's not kowtowing well, but you work it out and there's two things that typically is going on here one one doesn't know how to articulate and he doesn't understand how he's coming across sure so there's angst in the heart there's that angst. we need to address heart issues, not just right. what's coming out of the mouth. And then secondly, let's be honest, we hear what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, so, so if we want to hear that this guy is being a pain in the neck, then, then we'll, that's, what we'll, that's what we'll hear. And you know what? Eventually it leads to ignoring him. Why? Because right. he's just a pain in the neck. He's, and that's not caring for people. Right. And he's, he probably, I mean, like in that case, he may not even be qualified at that point. Like, but also you're not handling that. Right. Like it's, it's a huge mess. That goes unignored, but like guys are doing that all the time. Yep, that's happening across congregations, and, and in it does take work. So, so that leads the the shepherd, the the point man, so to speak, the one, the first among equals has to has to stop and go. You know what? I need to, I need to have lunch with that guy, and then ask questions. And then sometimes you got to ask questions about the questions, and then sometimes you even have to ask questions about the questions about the questions. Question inception. Oh my word! No, you. Th- but that's my <laughs> point. Because the reality In other words, is, it's not about what he's saying. There's uh-uh. a heart issue behind it that he's tripped up on. It could and he didn't even issues, know how to articulate it. Right. It could be issues on a. It could be pastoral issues. It could be issues at home. Right. It could be issues with his work. It could be an issue of authority in general. It could be a whole host of things. And I'm not a big fan of. Well, we just have to agree to disagree. No. No. I, I want to go like maybe that's kind of where we end up way, 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 way down the road. Maybe yeah, there's, you got you got to travel more no, before like, that. But, but you got to travel down the road to be to communicate that still still allows space and distance yep. of the heart. Yeah. If you're going to say that we're, we are agreed to disagree, then embedded in that little statement is a little bit of relational space. Right. That says we'll still stay at arm's length instead of saying we agree, but we're in it together. We, we disagree, but, but we're, we're headed in, in the same, same direction. direction. Yeah. That's that the point. A totally different. That's thing. a totally different thing. And that's, that's the point we can disagree. And that's what unanimity does. It, it allows for disagreement. But what we're saying is we're not going to stand in the way of this particular thing. And we, and uh, we're leading in this, we're way. leading in this direction. That's right. Right. It's huge. And, so, and so, so maybe check on that. If you, if you feel mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe you're in a spot where it's not totally healthy. You're, you have trust issues with your church. Yeah. Maybe start there. Go to your elder board. Go to your pastor and say, how do you guys work through yeah. uh, unanimity and how do you make decisions? Um, well, that's the problem with some of the folks who just who don't have elder boards and they just have one guy in charge. Yeah. Does so just he take, take time ha- yeah. to get to know them. Spend time, ask questions. Get in their seek house. Seek for humility and transparency. And if you are a pastor so, like that, then you have to go way out of your way 
to provide people opportunities to to listen. Yeah, because sometimes there's not enough qualified men to even have yeah. elders or deacons or yep. whatever you're set, yep. set up. All right, guys. Well, uh, we will take a quick break and come back with uh, just a little bit of a devotional and a little bit of, of what, what we're in, what we're imbibing in. So we will cool. see you on the break. From the break. Hey, guys. Hey, welcome back. Let's go. Well, yeah, we'll go because uh, we'll try to make this we quick. We took up too much we time. We did take up a lot oh of time. Uh, I thought it was a good discussion. Um, but uh, I am in, I, I'm doing the what for. I am imbibing in something awesome. Uh, God, and so this is pretty cool, actually. In the last three months or so, um, God has done things that, like, like, as a pastor, you know, it's not like, we, we are well provided for, but it's not like we have a huge margin of extra cash just lying around doing right. amazing things. So, you know, that not makes yet. like some, <laughs> some may not yet. We don't, but, but some like, may. so, so, you know, so like we're doing fine and there's yeah. no reason to complain, but at the same time, there's like, you get blown away by really like cool things that yep. God gives you yep. that you're like, I would never be able to experience that or have that unless somebody gives it to you. Well, uh, through, God's kindness. Uh, I have an amazing pair of sunglasses, um, and this it, it, like I didn't even know this stuff existed. Um, <laughs> if you knew the dollar amount for these sunglasses, oh. it'd be absurd. But um, they they were gifted to me, and I'm so thankful. And I, I put them on. And you know those like videos where like the people are colorblind and they can't like see color, and then yeah. they put these yeah. special yeah, glasses yeah, yeah, on, yeah. and then they're like. Oh, I didn't know it. And they start crying. So well, like, that's kind of how I felt. I'll be glasses like, will do that for you. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like I put these on and the lenses, they, the way they filter light and their prescription sunglasses, um, they're Oakley. So they look sharp. Like I'm telling you, it was unbelievable. I was seeing lines and colors. I was seeing so vividly. It was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, anyway, so if you have that extra bandwidth of cash, which I know all of you viewers do. We definitely do. Yeah. Um, I recommend spending a lot of money on Oakley sunglasses. (laughs) I mean, I was just, no, it's not the, it's not the, it's not the frame. It's the lens. The lens. And and the lens, the the frame was actually, I was like, oh, that's not so bad. But then I walked up and they're like, what kind of lenses do you want? And I was like, I mean, like, well, it's a, it's a gift. So like, what can, what can I have? And they're like, well, we'll we'll get you the top of the line. And I, first oh, of all, wow. I heard the price and I was like, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I can't do that. Um, but also, like, I put them on and I was like, yeah. I mean, it, not that I would ever spend that much money to, to get them right. because it is a lot of money. But at the same time, I did realize, I was like, I, I understand now why people, why why they would spend a lot of money, especially like athletes and things like yeah. that, to be able to yeah. see the way they're seeing. It's unbelievable. Anyway, I've been blown away. I can't, you so. got the golfing lenses and you don't even golf. No, I, I didn't get the golfing oh. lenses. I got the... Uh, I thought you said you get those. No, I would have gotten the golfing like, lenses. Sapphire or something, I whatever. Some and they're so like, cool. it's good for it's like for, driving. They're good for swimming. And and oh, very they, good for swimming. <laughs> the light filters out like a lot of driving stuff. Yeah. And then like water stuff. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't, like, I don't I, even know all the technology. I use mine because like they say, just you know, if it's if it's like it's snowing or if it's raining, 
Like it just cuts the through. Glare. And it cuts really through does. The glare. It yeah. does, man. I'm just like, like oh, when you're driving. So it's glad to like, have it. It's it's like when you walk into Costco and you see those like ultra 4D, you know, whatever. Yeah. And you're like, that almost looks like real life. That's literally what it looks like when you're putting on these glasses. Like everything is just like. I mean, I have school. a pair HD of polarized sunglasses, mm-hmm. and I will never buy a, a pair of unpolarized sunglasses yeah, yeah, yeah. again. I think one. That's the problem. But I think with it's this. like that level. It's, it's probably polarizing. The, like the neck. <laughs> Actually, it's not that polarizing. I think everyone who puts them on agrees. Oh, like, this yeah, is the yeah. way yeah. to go. <laughs> <laughs> no one's no one's arguing there. I don't think. Anyway, that's my what for. Cool. Oh, cool. All right. Well, I got the devotional today, and um, this is something I've been kind of waiting f- waiting for to to talk about because, and I hopefully it won't take up too much time. But this for is like a three really weeks. Cool. Dad has been waiting. I know. He's been, I know. Like it's literally. Ridiculous. So, and I'm not, I actually, I, I started, I started, so it's a, it's a book and it's called Death by Living and it's by N.D. Wilson and uh, it was recommended to, to us by um, one of our professors that I'm studying under. Anyway, because, because it, it really helps you begin, I, I'm, I'm, I'm beginning a study of the book of Ecclesiastes and so the idea of Ecclesiastes is learning how to live what's called under the sun. You're living in the world that's filled with um, the, the, the effect of the fall. Get yourself some Oakley sunglasses. Yeah, for life uh, under yeah the sun. there you go. But, um, but his, the point of this, of this guy's writing, this particular book, is, is that, you, that life is meant to be spent. And so you, you, it's, you, you head to death, but you do it by just living. And I think that's what kind of Solomon is talking about. But this guy is a creative writer. And so you have to, you have to really read every word at what he's getting at. Um, before you like you have to keep reading before you can you can understand what he's saying so i do want to read a little portion about it because i think this is this is it it really is good solid biblical truth but it's his way of, of of saying it so he talks about the fact that life is fleshed out life is in real living and and if you talk to christianity to to christians in christianity one of the things that they they struggle with is okay i understand that theology i understand that doc so how does this flesh out how does this live out and so he says this and you're saying you're saying flesh flesh not not flush no or fresh or fresh fresh flesh out like so in other words how do you live this how do you live this out so he says all ideas must put flesh on they, all ideas must put flesh on if they are to live well, or at least honestly, within a story, any story. And he goes, and all life is a story. Mm-hmm. Atheism is an idea. Most often, thank God, it is an idea lived and told with blunt jumbo crayon clumsiness. Mm-hmm. Some child of Christianity or Judaism dons an unbelieving Zorro costume and preens about the living room. In other words, it's all make-believe. It's just none of, none of this. Exists. Behold, a dangerous thinker of thinks, a believer in free form, any and all godness, fear my brainy blade. I mean, you're just like, whoa. But if you listen to it and, and, and hover with it, you're like, oh, okay. I see what he says, put candy in their bucket, act scared, but don't tell them they're adorable. Atheism is, atheism is not an idea we want fleshed out. Atheism incarnate does happen in this reality narrative it it doesn't ran about um, but it doesn't ran about islam's treatment of women as did the often courageous atheist christopher hitchens which he talks about earlier it doesn't thunder words like evil and mean it when talking about oppressive communist regimes his costume slipped all the time and in many of his best moments 
atheism incarnate is nihilism from follicle to toenail. I mean, like he just, but mm. just the way he, he describes things. It is morality merely as evolved herd survival instinct, non-binding, of course, and as easy for us to outgrow as our feathers were. When Hitchens thundered, he stood in the boots of forefathers who knew that all thunder comes from on high. But this isn't about atheism. Life is a story. Christianity is no good at all as an idea. Stop thinking that an asserted proposition is the same thing as faith. It's a start but it also can be a costume in flesh it out. So you just, wow. get, you just get this idea of learning what God says and then living it out. But that's kind of what Ecclesiastes is about. He just has just such a unique way of, of, of saying it. I get the idea that he wasn't hitting his word count, so he had to come up with more <laughs> words. Sounds actually, like something I would do in but college actually, English. Yeah, his uh, his chapters very are poetic, fair, fairly it's short. Kind of time wasting, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, basically all he's saying is, atheism. The idea is much like a child who dresses up and thinks that he's something that he's not. Right, and so don't pat it on the back. So don't encourage it. Yeah, don't encourage. Yeah, I take it. the Kevin Malone like why use many word when few word do trick. trick. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, no, but uh, all I'm saying is uh, th- th- that I think it's really really important that Christianity be real in us and yeah. that we. We allow Christ in us needs to come Christ through us um, so that others will know this great Savior and King. So, yeah, that's it. No, that's great. That's awesome. Let it be, Love let it. It be in flesh in us today. So, well. let us not death, be on paper. Death by Living um, by N.D. Wilson. I highly recommend it to, to read through it. Did and you read if, through all of it? Uh, I'm on chapter four. Um, and the reason I'm reading it is to prep, prep for uh, Ecclesiastes. Which and what, much, it, what it will do, what it will do. Like, like it will um, create a large, a larger um, vocabulary. vocabulary for you. So. That was kind of ironic. Dad's like, it'll, it'll create uh, what's the a, word large, for? Uh, a large, <laughs> um, <laughs> what's that word about lots this of is, words? That so you this know? is happening to me. I got to take, I got to, I keep telling mom, I got to take Prevagen because my, I keep, what? I keep losing words. I keep losing words. You got to take a drug for that? Prevagen. So you read these, you look at these, these uh, they sell it at Costco, by the way. Oh, of course but it's they a, do. it's a thing that's supposed to help you in your thinking and retain your Sounds memory. Sounds like, just take Ritalin. Just drink no, coffee. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Go get some Red Bulls. Get some five-hour energy. I don't know. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us uh, on a special edition, uh, Eric Sipehouse edition of uh, The Sipationary. Probably going to be moving here. For unless, at least for the time being. Unless we can figure something else out. Unless so. we pray for, pray for Quentin. And, yep. uh, and if you have a heart to reach out and, uh, and help out, let him know as well. Cool. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye.